Sing with gladness, tis the season. Let your heart be filled with cheer. Light the candles, hang the holly. Christmas Day is almost here. Sing with gladness, tis the season. Let your heart be filled with cheer. Light the candles, hang the holly. Christmas Day is almost here. Oh, what fun! Heart with gladness, oh, what fun, a friend indeed. Oh, what fun, the season's madness, oh, what fun, the drum and reed. Fill your girl with hearty pleasures, take delight in sweet. Giving gifts of childhood pleasures, playing rides on streets. Oh, what fun, a Heart with gladness, oh, what fun, a friend indeed. Oh, what fun, the season's madness, oh, what fun, the drum and reed. Fa-la-la-la-la-la, fa-la-la-la, fa-la-la-la-la, fa-la-la-la. Sing with gladness, it's the season, let your heart be with cheer. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com. Oh, uh, Hannah. Yes. Biggest thing that we did before we get to our guests are sitting down here at the bar with us this week. Okay. Biggest thing that we've done for the EP podcast was the episode last week. Oh, it was huge. Yeah, you listened to it. It's food. It was the uh, it was the the whole eating evergreen park thing. Yeah, I think that was like a boon for the show. I mean, I'm going to do that more often. We have two guests today. We have we have this crazy woman to the left of me at the bar. <laughs> okay, and we have the people that you heard right at the beginning that we're going to be talking to in just a little bit. The Madrigal Choir that are down here at the bar, and they're just a bunch of teenagers. Like, you know, you got you got 15 teenagers down here and their teacher from Evergreen Park High School. Isn't that contributing to the delinquency? Like, having them at your bar? Yeah, probably. <laughs> they got a chaperone with them. They'll be fine. <laughs> so we have them, and they're going to be performing throughout the rest of this holiday season, which is great. But I want to kick off right now with Evergreen Park's resident loony person. <laughs> I'm just joking with her. This is actually her third appearance on the show. First, I found out about her... Because she's the woman with the banana in the coffin. Remember how this all started? Remember how this all started? (laughs) She sent me the message telling me about some crazy person that had a banana in the coffin. And I bit. And I was like, oh, man, tell me all about this crazy person. When she was done, she was like, it was me. So it's like, (laughs) dun, dun, dun. So then I had her on by phone because she frightened me. And then uh, she convinced me because she was bringing a whole hockey team in here because she's part of the Beverly Bombshells. She brought them in. They were a couple of shows ago. That's a fun show. If you haven't heard it, go back and listen to that one. That's the Crusaders and Bombshells episode. And now, two episodes later, after we did the Eating Evergreen Park episode, she's back in my basement because she sends me the picture, and she no longer has a banana in the coffin. Mm-hmm. She's got the coffin. But bananas She's got are somebody else in the coffin we're going to talk about, <laughs> and she has a ridiculous amount of light-up pigs on her front lawn. Okay. Yes. Jennifer Obikunis. How are you, Jen? Good. How are you, Chris? You, came all, you're all, you, you look so different than when you came in with the hockey team. Came in with the yeah, hockey team like, hockey right practice. before practice. 
I'm like, this girl could beat me up. We had hockey practice. Okay, and now you got like a fancy hat on. You're all dressed up. You got know, a glass of wine in front of you. I'm very stylish. I know you're very stylish. <laughs> hockey players dress up when they when they want to. Okay. Yes. Um, tell me a little bit about your display because it was the patch put something out. They mentioned two displays on the south side. Yours was one of them. They not only mentioned that it was the most unique display on the south side of Chicago, if you're looking for a display to drive by, um, it's also the weirdest. And um, it it also has, you were trying to get in the Guinness Book of World Records for the most pigs in a display, but they told you you need to give them a thousand? Yeah, the Guinness Book of World Records replied to me after I applied for the uh, world record. They said, you need at least a thousand in your collection to be considered. But they did say, we've never heard of a record such as yours so I'm calling it an unofficial record. They're difficult to deal with. I once was on the radio for 36 straight hours for a marathon, which broke the current record of 34 hours. And by the time they were able to confirm it, somebody had already done 40. I spent six months trying no, to get into the year. book. I didn't hear and I didn't. And, and then all of a sudden somebody did 40. And I'm like, well, what the heck? I, I did this for nothing. <laughs> they take forever to get inside of no, the book. No, it took a year. I had already put up like 114 pigs or something. And now I'm up right. to like 142. So it doesn't even matter. They, but you need a thousand. Yeah, I need like a thousand. Would, so. you, would they count like little tiny pigs? Like, would I, they get, I'm not like, really sure. A bunch of little rubber tiny pigs and just like, you know, find a way to get them included. Like maybe a giant glass ornament on the lawn. Filled with 900-some pigs I'm not, or 800-some pigs sure to get their, you to 1,000. I'm not sure what their criteria is, but, you know, I have 142 individual lighted Christmas pigs in my front yard. And it's it's probably not the most spectacular display because some people have this stuff that's set to music and they have thousands of lights. I mean, I have thousands of lights, but, you know, some people have something that's a little more fancy or technical. But mine is, uh, it's unique. It's pigs. Now, explain the pigs. Why pigs? <laughs> Fifteen years ago when I moved to Evergreen Park, which is why I'm on the Evergreen Park podcast, I love I love Evergreen Park. Um, I moved here, and uh, when I bought my house, my grandfather was selling his house at the same time. So he gave me a bunch of his Christmas lights, and I had some Christmas lights. And I told uh, my husband at the time, I said, we need to be those people. We need to, like, add something every year. We need to be those people. Like, I want to be that guy. You wanted to be the big display on the block. Yeah. You people, wanted to be the, like, you, your, your, yes. your angle was, I want to have people drive by the house. Yes. And like, he, I want to be that, that I want to be that guy. So every year, I added something new every year. And then uh, one year, I was actually looking at a sales paper for Kmart, and they had a Christmas dolphin. And I was like, this is amazing. I need a Christmas dolphin. Who has a Christmas dolphin? No one. Nobody does. No one. No. I've never even heard okay. of it. No. All right. So I get I, your motivation I'm like that. so excited. I wait for the day of the sale, and like I go to Kmart like first thing, and there's no dolphin. I'm just crestfallen. It was a ruse? I don't know what it was, but I called every Was there Kmart. only one dolphin? I don't know, but there, there were no dolphins to be had. I called every Kmart in the Chicagoland area. I looked for it online for years, literally, and I, I couldn't find the dolphin. You obsess a little bit, don't you? Uh, well, I, I wanted this dolphin. Okay. You know? well, so then a couple years after the dolphin, I was on a, a Target's website of all places, and I saw this pig, and I'm like, I'm not waiting for a sale. I'm not waiting for anything. I'm buying this pig. So I bought this pig, and I made a big deal out of it online. How big was the first pig? It's an average pig. There you go. It is. There really are dolphin lights. Well, look at that. She found yes. the Christmas dolphin. It took her two seconds. Where were you looking? That, that, I don't know if no, it's that the, was like $300. That, that, oh, that's that out of your price? You need <laughs> that, the, that particular you're looking dolphin. for the blue light special dolphins. What you're like looking for, Kmart? Dolphin. Okay. All right. <laughs> I can't afford that dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> I can afford 142 pigs, but not that dolphin. Right, no, not that dolphin. That dolphin's out of your range. That's rich people dolphin right there. Okay. <laughs> that's not Evergreen Park dolphin. <laughs> Okay, so you get the first pig. So I get the first pig. And, and now it. you're addicted to the pig. Well, I kind of know. I made a big deal about it on Facebook. Like, I'm so excited about this pig. Like, it's coming. And I'm, like, doing cartwheels. I'm so happy this pig is coming. So after Christmas, one of my friends found a pig on clearance somewhere. And she's like, 
I got this for you, this pig. I was like, all right, cool. And then another friend found a pig at um, a thrift store for me. And she bought it for me. Now and you have the three pigs. Are these specifically pigs. Christmas pigs or are just they're, pigs? They're, they're Christmas pigs. They're, so these are these are pigs that are decorations that it's clearly their Christmas decoration. Correct. So somebody came up with the idea of Christmas pigs. Yeah. You it, didn't come up with this. No. You bought these in stores. Yes. Okay. So it's and, weird, but it's not something like you're the only person in the world that has a Christmas pig. No, I've actually up. seen some of my pigs on other people's lawns. Okay. I'm super happy with it. Okay, so it's it. not super weird. No, it's not super okay. weird. Okay. All right. So how many pigs did you add this year compared to last year's display? Well, I mean, it's kind of a cheat because some of them are like the little light covers. So okay. they're like little pigs. I don't know if they count or not. They count. Um, pig's a I pig. Did, as yes. far as Guinness is concerned, a pig's a pig. Well, I think. last year was 116 and now okay. it's 142. So I don't know. So you I added mean, some pigs. You, you substantially well, Two of them were the strands of light. I don't really, I don't know if that counts, but I added they're two. strands of lights in the shape of a large, pig? Yeah, well, no, they're like little light covers. They're like tiny little pigs that go over like a that should light. Count. That should count. I would think so. Yeah. So if you could find somebody to make you lights that were like a pig strand of lights, I think those should all count towards the record with Guinness. I would think so. That's what I, that's, I mean, that was I'm, my I'm, idea when I heard I'm this. working on it. It's just me, you know, <laughs> it's just one person trying to like break this record, but nobody has the record. This is me so trying to help you. You see, you're no, not I, alone. I appreciate the it. The EP podcast <laughs> is trying to help you. Now, on the other hand... I'm very concerned about the fact that Santa Claus is in a coffin. So we got to talk about that. Okay. Yes. Will, we, will we be able to talk about that? Talk is that about okay? It. All right. Cool. The court date is Saturday. <laughs> the Evergreen Park High School Madrigal Choir. Did I say it right? Madrigal. Madrigal. I can't believe I screwed it up. I'm going to screw it up about eight times during this interview. They are all down here. This is the first time that we've had teenagers down in my nine-foot homemade oak bar in my basement on the Nevergreen Park. And I, I, I'm i very nervous that things are going to get broken before they get out of here. We've already had one kid try to <laughs> crawl over a wire that was attached to like four microphones at once. And I mean, he, I, I, I thought of myself when I was in high school and how awkward I was. And I would have knocked that over. I would have knocked it over. I would have fallen into one of the other kids. I would have ripped something off the wall by now and probably lost my pants. Like, you're you're doing so much better than me at your thank age, you, okay? You. You're doing a much better job, okay? Amy Kazin, tell me a little bit about your choir. Our concert choir at the high school has about 80 members altogether. This group, the Madrigal Ensemble, is auditioned from that. It consists of freshmen through senior. They auditioned in August, and so we've been singing holiday music since August because they love it that much. Um, we meet. <laughs> we Come on, meet. You guys really love it that much. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, you really love it that much. Yeah. You know the only people that love it that much, I have a preschooler. They started le- learning jingle bells back in September because it takes that long to teach the preschoolers how to sing it for the December concert. That's how concert. long it takes us that's to how, learn That's how long it takes you guys? Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Well, they're, they're preparing a pretty extensive set. Um, we work about three and a half hours a week. We typically meet on Monday nights and then Tuesdays after school. Okay. Um, getting ready for this, which is actually the beginning of our December performance tour. We hit probably a dozen different spots in the community through the month of December, and their performance season culminates with a madrigal feast, which is on December 15th. It's a three-course meal that's held at the school. They're in full Renaissance costume. 
Um, they do. That's where Renaissance costumes. They yeah. do. Really? Yeah. They do. Wow. Do you get to keep the costumes for like Renaissance fairs? Oh, absolutely not. Um, they're they're very they're very very similar to what you would see at the Run Fair, but I've been to one Renaissance fair. Where I was dragged yeah. there by my in-laws. They thought it would like I would totally love it. And I mean, yeah, it's great to walk around with like a giant turkey leg and some mead. <laughs> mm-hmm. But sure. after about 15 minutes, you're like, okay, cool. Let's get out of the Renaissance Fair. Well, our feast is just kind of a snippet of that. Okay. Um, it's ribs instead of the turkey leg, but you still have to eat with your hands. Sweet. Um, the music is the same style as you would hear at Run Fair. And then in addition to their music, there's also a farce that's put on by our drama club. This year's is entitled The Truth Fairy. It's cheesy kind of Monty Python kind of humor. I like um, that. But it's a lot of fun. I like Monty Python humor. Okay, so... You guys do a lot of events then around Evergreen Park, we from do. what I was told. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's the funny thing. Your name has come up in so many different interviews that I have done about what's going on in the village. Like I had I had Glenn Panuski in here from the village, and I'm like, what's going on this holiday season, Glenn? You guys came up. So where are you guys going to be uh, upcoming? So starting with the 10th, um, yes. we have, we'll be stopping at Bethel Bible for their senior citizen holiday luncheon. We'll be stopping at St. Xavier for the Chamber of Commerce's holiday luncheon. And then um, as soon as we leave there, we're going to head to Worth Township for their senior citizen holiday luncheon. On the 15th, we actually have two different breakfasts with Santas that we're going to be singing for. So we will be entertaining the children. One is at the high school for our staff. Um, and our teachers, we do one for their families. And then we're going to be headed over to 124, who's having their breakfast with Santa, which I believe is an event that's open to the public. Um, and then our our feast that we talked about is that evening. And then we finish the season at Holy Redeemer for their Christmas program. You're all in a choir. You all like to sing. Is yes. your favorite movie one of the Pitch Perfect movies? No. Is that pretty no. much what you all like? No. Absolutely oh, look at that. Yeah. Oh, man, look at that. Anger. Just stop anger. That. This young lady back here is angry. Step up to the microphone and explain your anger to me. She's always what angry. What is your name and why are you so angry? I love Anna Kendrick. If my wife so got hit by a bus, I would follow her around like a puppy dog. You don't like the Pitch Perfect movies? So my name is actually Anna. It's spelled the same way as Anna Kendrick's. Yeah, but she says it wrong. Ironically. Um... The Pitch Perfects, like, they're okay movies. It's just not one of my favorites because it's, like, cheesy. And it doesn't give a realistic, like, depiction of, like, a first rehearsal. Right. Because everyone has it together, their first rehearsal, and that's not the reality. Okay. All right. Normally, you guys are a mess at the first rehearsal. You're a disaster. Since you like to sing, though, are you into the whole acapella craze that came along with those movies or anything like that? Or is that way beyond you and you don't do that? All right, actually, our second semester, this group evolves, picks up a few more members, and turns into the unaccompanied minors who do actually sing exactly the awesome style that the, the kids that picked is a, it. Maybe the funniest. I mean, I know, seriously, right? thank God there's humor here in Evergreen Park. <laughs> that is the funniest thing that I have heard down here at this bar at this point. You what? guys, I, there should be an award for the funniest thing I've heard on this Wait, show. Wait, hold on. The unaccompanied <laughs> minors, not stuff that I've said. I'm very funny, but that, most people <laughs> around the show are not very funny. And what I'm saying is that that. That's that's great. The unaccompanied minors. So when I want to I be in your fan club. I don't even know if you're any good. <laughs> I, want a, I want a bumper sticker that says, I love the unaccompanied... Well, I mean, maybe I shouldn't have one of those. That would be a weird bumper sticker. Okay. All right. So You would, you would like the t-shirt. 
that that group actually sings a variety of walks okay. every year. We do a lot of a lot of charity work. We go out. We do the autism walk every year downtown at Soldier Field. We sing the Beverly Breast Cancer Walk every year on Mother's Day. Right. Um, but we always do a new T-shirt for minors for the autism walk and the back it's always a different design because they get to choose but the back always says if on a company return to amy that's awesome <laughs> so it's kind of fun amy i appreciate you coming down and all of the choir i appreciate it as well have you noticed that since the first time i na- said the name of your choir i've avoided saying it all the way throughout <laughs> the rest of the year because i'm gonna say it wrong yeah understandable madrigal madrigal no. madrigal Nice try, though. Close enough. I'll fix it in post-editing. We refer to it as Mads. The Mads? Mads is okay. Yes, okay. The Mads are here. That's awesome. Okay. And then uh, uh, when you get the unaccompanied minors, you bring your unaccompanied minors down to my bar. That sounds bad, too. (laughs) It's fine. In my basement. That's even worse. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop talking. Can you guys sing another song for me? Would that be cool? Sure. Can you do that? Yeah. All right, sure awesome. Yeah. So this is so this is a fun one. It's it's holiday and not. Um, it's by a composer called named PDQ Bach, and it's called Throw the Eulog on Uncle John. This is kind of about that that one relative that always comes to the holiday party, if you know what I mean. Which is probably me. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um. Just- Throw the log on Uncle John. 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 to mar the festive mood. Wait till they discover that old Uncle John has eaten all the food. Hear the whole clock strike, Uncle John. Hear the whole clock strike, Uncle John. Hear the whole clock strike, hear the whole clock strike, Uncle John. Please will you come to Uncle John? Gather around for Uncle John. Please will you come to Uncle John? Oh, when will you come to Uncle John? Uncle John.
Hey, remember the ice rink over at Yukich is open regularly now. You know the one over at 89th and Kedzie. This past weekend opened up for open skate and rat hockey. They do rent it out for parties. So if you're looking for a schedule, your best bet is to give a call. You can reach the Evergreen Park Recreation Department for a complete list of hours at 708 708- 229-3373 or visit them on their Facebook page. Open Skate ranges from 3 to 5 bucks depending on your age. It's a dollar extra if you're not a resident. When they do hockey, it's 6 bucks a person. Skate Rentals 3. Again, if you need the complete hours that are coming up, 708-229-3373. Donna, you ready? Let's do this. The holiday season is in full swing. Christmas time is almost here. Donna Bailey is hanging down here in the basement where I have the Christmas lights around the bar now. You know, we're very festive. Very festive. Very festive down here. And I have a stumper for you. Okay. Try it again. I got some help on this one. Okay. Okay. I got a tweet. Okay. And the person suggested I go with a Christmas but they, they, did, they were like, go with a Christmas book for her okay. for the holiday season. Okay. So they're like, all right, fine. Okay. The swerve on the Christmas book is, I want Christmas with vampire. I want Christmas with vampire. Christmas with vampires. <laughs> Don't even make me laugh. I mean, really? There are lots of these? Uh, Yeah, there is a vampire Christmas, which is a story about, it's like a- This is an adult the, book the or a child's book? It's adults. It's adults. There are adults that read this stuff. Yes, indeed. Who are these adults? It's- Ebenezer Scrooge is being captive by, by the oh, vampires. Come on. No adults and, are. These are teenagers are, are reading no, these books. No, this is an adult book. Find me an adult that read. Did you ever read this book? No, I did not. Yeah, of course, because you're an adult. But that's just not my genre. We also have. Have you ever seen an adult actually check out that book? Um, ever once. I don't see. Ever, I don't who do circulation. Look like, who didn't look like you know he he's he's really weird, and keeps a pit in his basement. For the, to lure people into. No. You've seen adults take that book out? I physically not see them, but I can run the statistics and see that it goes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you take ages when people take it out? No, you don't. I'm telling you, no adults are taking that book out. Are there other ones? Christmas yes, vampires? yes, there are. Okay. There's, I, I'm sure you're not aware of this. But I mean, one that actually is believable. A, that an a adult lot, would a check lot of it women out. are very, uh, especially at Christmas time, like compilations again, like love stories, like some of the famous authors will have little short stories, like four or five authors. Okay. We'll have one. Well, we have Christmas with a Vampire. Four different stories, like the vampire who stole Christmas, or nothing says Christmas like a vampire. Oh, my goodness. And again, these are taken out by adults. Yes. I got to work on this, folks. If you have a suggestion, if you have something I can use to stump Donna with, please give me a call. 24-7. Please. I need help, obviously. Please. Because I am giving two, I'm giving softballs here, and I got to step up my game. 708-459-8406, 708-459-8406, it's a local call, call it 24-7, leave your stumper, what's going on this week in the EP library? Okay, on Monday the 10th, oh, I want to remind everyone, we're having the 50th anniversary of the White Album, Professor Moptop from WXRT is going to be here talking about everything Beatles, and also more in depth about the White Album. Will there. they be playing the White Album in the background? I'm sure they'll be playing some songs of it, talk, making reference to it as he talks about it, right, right. and there will be a raffle. Right. Someone will be able to win a CD of the White Album. Okay. What else so, you got? 
Also, earlier in the day on the on Monday the 10th at 4 o'clock, the Teens and Tweens are going to have a Wonder book discussion. I talked to you earlier about how we're focusing on Wonder by R.J. Pagliaccio, which is an incredible story, which if you haven't read it. They had the book, too, that came out, right? right? My kids were really into the yes, book. Yes, the book. Right? And then my, my daughter read the book. My son read the book. They went and they saw the movie. It was I remember it was a big deal. Yes. I have done neither. It's an incredible story. And now what they're going to do is the kids have read the book. They've seen the movie because earlier in the month we did the interactive watching the movie. Right. And now they're going to compare and contrast which one was more effective for them, well, what the they like. The book is always better. I agree with the that. The book is always better. I agree with I've that. I've never, I mean, unless maybe I always, I, I read all of the, uh, the the Tolkien books, but they were so busy and so confusing that I really enjoyed the Actually, I, I would have to say, I think the only book I would say that the movie was better than the book Right. Mario Puzo's The Godfather. All right, what else we got going on? Our Wednesday, the 12th, uh, at 6 p.m., families can come in and make animal-themed ornaments. We're going to supply all the crafts, have a nice little family event, get out of the house, and make some ornaments for your tree. Also on Wednesday, the 12th at 6.30, author Rick Goldsmith, he's going to be talking about the famous Bass and Rankin. They created, the, you know, what? the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty okay. the Snowman, all those old-school... mean old they created school- it? They, they're the producers of those those movies, those little uh, car, the oh, cartoon things. Oh, they did all the cartoon yeah, movies? Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's actually Rankin Bass. Oh, All okay. the TV specials. Oh, are so, these the ones from the 70s where they were yeah. almost like stop motion 60s animation and 70s, ones? yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So okay, what is that? That's going to be on Wednesday the 12th at 6.30. Okay. Uh, he's an expert on everything Rankin and Bass. I forgot that. Get yourself a holly jolly Christmas stuff. Yeah. Off. Right. I think Frosty kind of scared me a little bit when I was a kid because he was a little bit odd. I thought. Frosty the Snowman scared you? Yeah. He just was odd. He was smiling. He was just, it. it's like a clown. It's like a clown thing that, for me. Really? Yeah, Frosty was like a clown thing for Frosty me. Frosty the Snowman freaks you out. Yes. Things I wish I would have known before you came over here today. <laughs> I would have had a, fro- a guy dressed as Frosty the Snowman ready to come Oh my gosh, I'd have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> I would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mental note. Frosty the Snowman scares Donna. Okay, let's move along. Move along. Okay, on Thursday the 13th at 630. <laughs> the new Stephen King book. <laughs> the snowman who walks around with a, a red balloon like it. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. You got to admit. Happy Tim- birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you have to admit, Tim Curry looked a little bit like Frosty. Really? Yes. With you that have face. some issues. <laughs> <laughs> you... You have some problems. Wow. Okay. He was frightening. <laughs> I was scarred for life, and you're mocking me. You gotta keep going. I can't breathe. Okay. Okay, so now on Thursday the 13th, for a small charge of $3, if you come in at 6.30, with Allison Plant is going to guide you on how to make a mason cookie jar gift. I don't know if you've seen them, like, at the Marshalls or uh, TJ Maxx. all snowmen freak you out? Like, all of them? Um, like, if they made this cookie jar in the shape of a snowman, would that bother you? I don't think so, but I think I could trace back to when it happened, uh-huh. how I started getting a No, I just want to know what bothers you. That's all I want to know. Well, the Like, reason- if I decorated the bar in snowman next week, I'm just kind of curious be, what kind of reaction uh, you would have. My comfort level would be a little <laughs> bit different. I mean, I've, 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 I just flashed back to my dad taking an axe to this big, huge snowman and your, your dad used to chop a snowman up with an axe well we kind of made the snowman and we made it so big it was in the middle of the driveway donna we're gonna have to have a segment <laughs> pretty soon about donna's stories 
because that may be more interesting. <laughs> your father, your father had to take an axe to a snowman to get the I mean, car in the was driveway. Was it a snowman? Was it a guy walking down the street? He just told you it was a snowman. There's a lot to dive no, into here. We made we made the base so right. big we couldn't All move right. it. I think uh, I think we've just scratched the surface on something wonderful, folks. All right, so Jen's still down here. Uh, she's the pig lady. I don't want to call you that, but I'm trying to make sure that I explain to people who you are. See what I'm saying? You're the woman with the amazing. You you're one of the biggest displays got, on the life. south side. You are yeah, yeah. in Cook County. Yeah, yeah. The patch listed me as the top in Cook County. Like yeah, the patch listed is one of the top displays in Cook County. What yes. what do you want to give the address? Or you want to just give oh, out yeah, the block? Sure. Where it's can a, people drive by and see your pig display? Well, you don't even need the, the address. If you go on the 2700 block of West 90th Place, you will see my house. It just lights up like. Or that. even if you're on 91st Street, like a Mormon Street. temple on the side of yes. the hill in in Reno, Nevada. If you're going to 91st Street past the racquetball club, there you will see my house towards the north. Like you can't. Miss it. It's blue and lit up. Twenty seven hundred block and ninetieth place. Place. Yes. Okay. Not street. You, place. You can't miss it. It's twenty seven oh eight. That's fine. I don't. So, oh, now we've given out our address. No, it's on. It's on the. It's on it's the okay. patch. It's yeah, on the patch. No, yeah. All right. All right. So head on over there and see the pigs. The problem is, <laughs> you have something on your lawn that would make me nervous about going by. It. I'm going to be honest with you. I think as an adult, I'm like, ah, it's kind of funny. But as somebody who has three children, and and one of them which is very little, I think he'd be freaked out by seeing Santa Claus in a coffin. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. You get that? Like yeah, I, no, I'm, and my, daughter, like, my daughter's grown up around the macabre. How old is your daughter? Well, she's 12. but She's, she's 12, but she's, she's grown up she's in She's grown this. up around the macabre and the, the, the And I'm with that. I got, look, I got a buddy of mine who does Halloween bigger than he does Christmas. He just, him and his wife dig that. And so they've got like, you know, chainsaw murderers, like, you know, bloody things on the front lawn. And they're, and they're three-year-old and they're one-year-old. They're like taking pictures in the lap of Freddy Krueger. I mean, I, I get that. Okay, so... But that's how the inside of my house is 365 days a year. That's weird. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you know, Hannah's from the bayou, and, you I know... I like Hannah. She may or may not believe in voodoo, so, you know, that, like, don't take her as an expert. Okay, so you have, you, have, you have Santa inside of the coffin. Correct. Okay, and, and why is Santa inside of the coffin? You know, I had the coffin last year, and I lent it to some friends for their annual Halloween party... I got it back and I put it in my yard and it was just kind of sitting there. I mean, my neighbors, you know, I'm putting up my display like I did every year last year. And they're like, are you going to put the coffin in your display? I'm like, well, I hadn't really thought about it until you said that. So the neighbors suggested this. Kind of. So is this the first year with Santa in the coffin? No, he was in there last year. So last year was the first year. Yeah. And then I started getting fines from the city over the summer. Because <laughs> they were mad about the coffin. Yeah, the neighbors were complaining. Okay. So what happened was that you used to just do the pigs. Correct. You added the coffin last year at I Christmas. I did, yes. And now the coffin, then after Christmas, you put the coffin with the banana. The coffin, is just, no, the coffin has just been around all year. Coffin's been out there all when was then, it? Has the coffin been out there for a year since last Christmas? But uh, yes. before that, you never the, had a coffin in front of your house. So it's relatively new to coffin. Thing. Correct, yeah. Okay. I mean, it started around last year before Christmas. And okay. It, and it's just been around there since last year. And I left it there all summer. And uh, I started getting complaints from the village. And, you know, my response to the complaints was to put the banana in it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to court now yeah i have a court date on okay Saturday. i don't want you to talk about anything you're uncomfortable with no i'm what, fine with it you got you got the paperwork sitting right there i do i got okay, another so what, fine. what do you what did you get fined for just so i know uh, i got fined originally because they thought the coffin was a uh, danger to children like they would get trapped inside that, is, it was a refrigerator. Uh, that is a concern no I mean, it's kids a legitimate get stuck inside concern. Of refrigerators yes 
Okay, you don't you don't want an abandoned refrigerator. I, rem- I remember that when I was a kid, I was told you know, don't play around abandoned <laughs> refrigerators. Do not play in an old refrigerator. Don't get in the refrigerator. You'll get stuck. You'll get stuck in a refrigerator. But if it's a new refrigerator, right. you can just you know push the door. New open refrigerator is and- totally fine. Old abandoned <laughs> rusty ones. No, no refrigerators, kids. Stay out of fridges. Okay. But so that, I get that point. It's not a refrigerator. It doesn't latch. It doesn't actually completely close. And it has ventilation holes in it. Because It I has put, ventilation holes well, I in put, it? I put holes in it so when I put Santa in it that the water oh, would so drain Oh, so the child out. gets trapped inside of it, they'll live. Be okay, yeah. They'll no, they won't die. they for the rest of their life, yeah. but they'll live. Okay. I mean, they might be traumatized forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going <laughs> to... Every Christmas, I remember every Christmas, granddad's <laughs> eyes would glaze over and he would just say, and then I was in that coffin for three damn days. <laughs> <laughs> See, I get the point. They, they, they cited me again, though. Okay. And, uh, you know, I, I had sealed the coffin. I had put chains around it with padlocks, actually. And uh, I took them off for the holiday season. So you <laughs> so, sealed the coffin. No, and, and I, I put Santa back in it. And you I put Santa in it. I opened the doors. And so now they cited me again for the same thing, saying that uh, children could get caught in it. Well, the first thing is the children would have to traverse 142 pigs to get <laughs> to Santa. Not to mention a dozen Kids are candy. slippery. I got three kids. They find a way through your pigs. Not to mention a dozen candy canes. I mean, this is not just pigs. There's a lot of stuff going on here. I mean, there's a Santa, there's narwhals, there's sharks, there's dolphins. This, uh, you know, there's a lot of things. I have a, I have a, I have a two and a half year old that is able to get the cookies off the top shelf of the cabinets. No, I believe And I still this. can't figure out how he does it. Well, this. okay, so say that gets a Santa. He's weighted. He's got sandbags. Okay, he's a heavy Santa. So you got to pull. Like, so there's no way that kid could probably pull it out. Forty pounds. Santa fall on the child. I mean, they'd have to be really strong. But there's no, there's no room for leverage. There's, there's. Uh-huh. Stuff literally all right. around the Santa. Uh-huh. Like there's candy canes and sharks. And, right. I'm interested to see how this ends up. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want. I'm not picking a side. Okay. I'm not picking a side. I am. Anna's <laughs> like, put that coffin on my lawn. You're nuts. You're as crazy as she is. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is basement. And the nude is basement. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nude is basement. Broadcast basement. The Nudist Basement The Broad Basement Slancha That was like Dropkick Murphys or something, right? I felt like it. I like I like how you jumped over the cord. For a moment I thought to myself, oh god, everything's gonna fall. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Use the smart well, That's not something Liam does. <laughs> Two classes. They're, oh, well, they're very shy. If you I'm, can. I'm learning. I'm learning a lesson about uh, uh, what happens when I bring a bunch of high schoolers into my bar. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the EP podcast heard everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at theeppodcast.com.